Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, then you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Good day, mates. Or hello, friends. It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, here with my bestie Gracie, the super smart tortoise. Say hi, Gracie. Greetings, my good friends. Gracie here. I'm so glad you joined us today as we begin our exploration of Australia, the land down under. Jasmine, you sounded like a real Australian with that greeting to our friends. Thanks, Gracie. I can't wait to see Dorothy, Toto, the Tin Man, and Glenda the Good Witch on our trip. Dorothy and Toto, we're going to Australia, Jazzy, not Kansas. But I thought we were going to Oz, where Dorothy went on her adventure. Oh, Jasmine, we're going to Oz, but not the city of Oz from the Wizard of Oz, but the country of Oz, as in Australia. Australians or Aussies call their country Oz as a nickname. Hmm, I see. But I bet they like to think of their country as a magical place, just like the city of Oz. I'm sure they do. Do you know why Australia is called the land down under? I sure do. That's because Australia, which is the only country that covers a whole continent, is down below the equator in the southern hemisphere. That's right. The Earth is divided into two parts, the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere. They're divided by an imaginary line that goes all the way around the Earth, called the equator. All of the places we have visited so far have been in the Northern Hemisphere, above the equator. This is our first trip to the Southern Hemisphere. And get this, Gracie, the seasons are the opposite of ours. Summer is in January and winter starts in June. Wacky! They have Christmas in the summer. Santa's on the beach. Yes, it is hard to believe that when we have spring, it's fall down under. Australia is an island country surrounded by the Indian Ocean and the Pacific Ocean. The capital is Canberra. The country is divided into six states. The northern part of the country has thick rainforests. In the middle is a big desert, which is called the Outback. Most people live in the eastern and southern parts of the country and along the coast. Can you believe that the first people to get to Australia walked here over 50,000 years ago? The Aboriginal people first lived in Africa, and they came from Asia on land bridges that connected the countries. They could do this because the water in the ocean was lower then. Good information, Jazz. Next came the Dutch explorers from the Netherlands in 1606, and then the British in 1788. Many of the first white settlers were criminals sent here to live as punishment. Oh, I guess that's better than going to jail. They got a chance to try again. When gold was discovered in 1851, lots of people came, hoping to get rich. I'm not sure if they found gold, but lots of them stayed because this is a great place to live. That's right. Australia has warm, sunny weather and lots of open space to have fun outdoors. The people love sports like swimming, surfing, sailing, tennis, soccer, cricket, rugby, and their own invention, Australian rules football, often called footy. Footy? How do you play? Two teams of 18 players try to get the ball down the field to score a goal by getting the ball through two tall goalposts. 
The ball can be kicked or hand-passed to team members. They can't throw the ball. The ball is shaped like our football, not round like a soccer ball. It's a very fast and rough game. Hmm, sounds like footy is a little like soccer and football. I think it would be fun to watch. But now, let's talk about animals. Since we are here in the state of New South Wales, in Sydney, Australia's biggest city, we're starting at the Taronga Zoo. Australia has some really cool animals that are found nowhere else on Earth, like the platypus, kangaroo, echidna, koalas, wombats, and dingoes. Let's check out the marsupials. Marsupials are animals that carry their babies in pouches on their bodies. Wow, that kangaroo is gigantic. Some kangaroos are only three feet tall, but others, like this one, is eight feet. There are about 50 million kangaroos in Australia, which is more than there are people. Because there are so many, there are road signs warning drivers to watch out for them. We're going to have to be on the lookout. Jasmine, how about this animal? It's the dingo, a member of the dog family. Oh, we don't have to stop here, Gracie. Yes, I think we do. Dingoes are meat eaters and prefer to live in the outback but are found all over Australia. A dingo does look a lot like a dog with its furry brown coat and bushy tail, but it has a longer muzzle, large pointed ears, and sharper teeth. Enough about dingoes. Do you have any other animals? As a matter of fact, I do. Over here in the water is the platypus, a monotreme. Monotremes are egg-laying mammals. This unusual-looking animal has a furry brown body, webbed feet, a bill like a duck, and a beaver tail. I see it. <laughs> Platypuses sure are funny-looking. They are unique, but they're very shy and hide underwater. If they're attacked, they use spurs on their hind legs to put venom in their enemies. The venom is strong enough to kill a dog. Hmm, I guess the dingo should stay away from them. How about this monotreme, the echidna? It has spines on its body like a porcupine or a hedgehog. The echidna has a long, sticky tongue and likes to eat insects. When it's scared, the echidna rolls up into a tiny ball to protect itself. Gracie, do you hear that laughing? I sure do. It's coming from the bird exhibit. It's the kookaburra. The kookaburra is the world's largest kingfisher bird and is 18 inches from beak to tail. The bird has a chuckling voice which sounds like laughter. That makes them easy to find. I know a song about them. Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. Merry, merry king of the bushes he. That's a lovely song, Jasmine. Now over here by the giraffes, we can see all around the city. I see Sydney Harbor, the Harbor Bridge, and our next stop, the Opera House. The Opera House looks just like the white sails of a ship getting ready to sail. That's what the designer Jorn Utzon designed it to look like. Although, I think the Opera House looks a little bit more like seashells. Mmm, I can see the seashells too. At night, there are light shows projected onto the sails. This magnificent building took 17 years to build and cost over $100 million. The temperature inside the Opera House is always 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Why, you ask? That's so the instruments inside the Opera House stay in tune. The Opera House is on a peninsula called Benelong Point. 
The name comes from an Aboriginal man named Benelong, who built three huts on the land for himself and his wife, Bangaroo, in 1798. One hut was for himself, one hut for his wife, and the third hut was for visitors. Wasn't he a good host? He most certainly was. Now I'm looking forward to a stroll in the Royal Botanical Gardens. Let's follow the circular quay or walkway from the opera house to the gardens. Oh, Gracie, check this out. A chair carved into the rocks. Let's try it. I see you've spotted Mrs. McCory's chair, Jasmine. The sandstone rock was carved into a bench in 1810 for the governor's wife, Lady McCory, so she could watch the boats come into the harbor. She must have been pretty important to have her own chair. I can see the opera house and the harbor bridge from here. Wow, here in the botanical garden, there's lots of unusual plants that grow only here in Australia. Do you see that tree with the large trunk? It's called the baobab tree and can live for 2,000 years. That's a long time to live. Don't look up into those trees because I see fruit bats. I don't want one of them to fly on me. Don't worry, Jasmine. They're sleeping now and won't fly around until evening. Maybe, but I think I'll check out these birds instead. Those cool white ibis with their black heads and long beaks look prehistoric. And ooh, how pretty are the cockatoos with their plumy crests on top of their heads. We can't leave Sydney without seeing Bondi Beach. Bondi is an aboriginal word meaning water breaking over rocks. Everyone must like it here because it's super crowded. I see surfers and some whales. This is our lucky day. It's very rare to see fairy penguins swimming here. Oh, Gracie, seeing the fairy penguins was a perfect way to end our day here in Sydney. Let's take a break and tell some sailboat jokes for the Sydney Opera House. What do sailors play when they're bored? I know this one. Cards, because they always have a deck. You got it. Tell me yours. Where do you take a sick sailboat? I know, to the nearest dock. We were both good jokesters. My favorite place was Taronga Zoo and seeing the Australian animals. I hope we see some more in the outback. How about you? My favorite place was the Sydney Opera House. It's such an amazing building. How about you, friends? Don't forget to tell someone you love all about it. And come back next time for more Australia. Bye now. Say goodbye, Gracie. Goodbye, my dear friends. See you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.